This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Late Boomers, our podcast guide to creating your third act with style, power, and impact. Hi, I'm Kathy Worthington. And I'm Mary Elkins. Join us as we bring you conversations with successful entrepreneurs, entertainers, and people with vision who are making a difference in the world. Everyone has a story, and we'll take you along for the ride on each interview, recounting the journey our guests have taken to get where they are, inspiring you to create your own path to success. Let's get started. I'm Kathy Worthington. And I'm Mary Elkins. Today on our Late Boomers episode, Mary and I will be discussing the planning of a micro wedding for my daughter in order to be careful because of the pandemic and contrasting that with our weddings, Mary's and mine, that were so different and so many years ago. (laughs) Yeah. Emma and Zach have been in a relationship for a while. What was your first thought when Emma told you they wanted to get married during COVID? Well, they got engaged almost a full year ago on Valentine's Day of 2020, and that was before we knew about COVID coming and before the lockdowns and everything. And even at that time, they said to me, oh, we can't get married in 2020. I said, why not? They said, because you can't get a venue. You can't, you can't, all our friends are getting married this year. We're going to go to those weddings. She was in one of them blah, 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 going on and on, can't have the wedding this year. Okay, so then we go into lockdown, all their other friends' weddings got either canceled or postponed. Some of them, one of them indefinitely, and one has a date in September of 2021, and it got pushed three times. Hmm. So they said, we don't want to deal with this. We're going to have a micro wedding in your backyard, in my backyard. So, um, we have a little patio. They said it'll be great. And, but I discovered that when you have a micro wedding, and by that, I mean, there are three guests, his <laughs> mother and my husband and myself, the parents are the only wedding guests. But I discovered, guess what? It's still the same planning as a big wedding. Oh, gee. <laughs> well, I mean, you need a cake. You need everything. Oh, talk about the cake. Well, we found this amazing age-old famous LA cake place called Hanson's Cakes but I really they wanted something really creative and interesting which I'll tell you about and so I contacted I got online and found my favorite favorite cake making place that does these huge elaborate anything you want on a cake and they were it's rosebud cakes but they were out of business but the website's up and they said she does decorating and still does decorating so i contacted her and she said well i now work for hansen cakes so you have to contact hansen and order the cake but i can i'll do the design and i'll do anything they want so i'm not quite sure which design of like hansen's would give you these beautiful flowers and traditional but rosebud cakes would do uh really outlandish types of flowers and different things and they wanted their cat on the cake oh so i connected emma up with this cake decorator who did many cakes for emma 
when Emma was three and four and five years old, and I had these big cakes made for, you know, parties of multiple kids and everything. And so they wanted their cat and talking to the designer, they decided to put the cat on the side of the cake sculpted, but actually scratching the flowers. Like oh, that's mess. great. He's going to be making a mess of the flowers. <laughs> and then of course you still need food and Zach's mom has to come in 12 days early, I think, in order to quarantine and get tested for COVID. And then, oh. you know, and then we, we won't be able to see her right away. So she'll be staying in a hotel by herself. Oh no. And, and, and then in a, it's and such then, an exciting time. I, I know I, I feel for her. I know. And my daughter uh, is having a dress made and a oh. friend of ours is making the dress Talk about the dress. Oh, I can't talk about the dress because it's very hush hush. Well, can you secret. talk about the material? Well, yeah, it's got a lot of lace and silk. It's gorgeous. It's Pretty. gorgeous cream, a little teeny bit off white, not snow, snow white. Very, very gorgeous. Long sleeve, short sleeve, long sleeves. But and just, then, in, just in case Zach might listen, I'm not even supposed to say that. So it, the dress is top secret. Oh, right. um, but, okay. But we're doing that. But we'll talk you know, about the food then. Oh, you can't believe this. They wanted a taco truck. <laughs> and I said, well, that's just funny enough. You're going to get here. You're going to be in this beautiful formal wedding gown. And, and the mothers are both wearing long dresses. And we'll get some great pictures when the taco truck comes. And we'll go out to the front driveway to get our tacos. <laughs> and for she that better wear a bib and, and then we'll have to yeah i know <laughs> but we'll have to get um we have to feed our vendors too because they're obviously going to have somebody that's going to video and somebody that's going to do wonderful still photography a photographer they really love but it's all the same details the night before we want to have a dinner with the mom and a brunch the day after so we have to figure out where all that food's coming from and i figured all out these details but then we still had to get dresses we i had to get my dress altered you know it's so many things it's not much different than a big wedding i will say what we are saving trouble with is no bridesmaids no groomsmen so we don't have any drama we don't have any politics oh, that's we don't have true. any people feeling bad because they got left out of the wedding party or any of that you know so what about the flowers yes they found a florist who their friend had used before. So they know that they really, really like the way she does the flowers. It's kind of a more organic approach. They're not very formal. They're like, uh, you know, farm fresh looking flowers. And she's gonna do a big display for our dinner table for the night before. And it'll, what colors? I'm not too sure. I think she's giving, I think she asked for oranges and yellows, but I think she she's also giving the florist a very free hand you know oh. and she's gonna have a gorgeous bouquet she's gonna have a bouquet and we're gonna do the cake on a table outside for a little while it'll have to come in at some point but you know we just have to pray for good weather we're based in los angeles and it can be raining or it can be windy or it can be sunny the last few days we've had a heat wave but rain's right around the corner i know and so yeah. by february and we do this hopefully we get a nice clear patch of of wonderful and they're going to do a little tiny honeymoon that they can oh, drive to where oh well they're going to drive to the desert 
to Palm Springs, they found a little boutique hotel where they can have their own patio, their own jacuzzi, not have to go around any other people. Oh, and I was going to say about making the dress. Mm-hmm. Also, the um, they are having face masks made because all their people, like the officiant and the photographer and everybody has to wear a face mask. And when we go to the taco truck, we'll all be in masks or we're all having special masks made. And in this case, the dressmaker is making beautiful lace oh. uh, face masks for me and for Zach's mom and for um, Emma to wear. Oh, so how beautiful. Those will match her dress. You know, oh. Same lace from her dress. It'll be really wonderful. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm trying to think. Oh, and then we eliminated the need for music. They're, they're, they're curating their own music. They're cutting a little tiny. Because literally, she's going to walk in from the living room to the lemon tree is about 12 feet, maybe. So <laughs> I don't know. So they're going to have a little song for that and a little song for something. And they said even in our house, they're going to have a first dance. They're going to have oh. a champagne toast. Oh. And so we're going to do all the details that you would do if there were people watching, but we're not Zooming. We're only going to do a FaceTime for his sister who can't come in because she has two small children and lives way over in Hawaii and can't do all the quarantining and stuff. So, mm. yeah. yeah. Oh, anyway. Kathy. How about your dress? Talk about that. Oh, my dress? Oh, yeah. for, as mother of bride? Yeah, um, it's a long, um, dark red, kind of burgundy red with long sleeves and it's velvet. I wanted velvet because it's winter wedding, you know, and it's got a yeah. long, uh, a V-neck and a low back and long sleeves It's and it's to the floor. So it's really pretty. What kind I of, like it. I bet it is. I can't wait to see the pictures. Talk about your jewelry. Oh, I'm going to wear some uh, rubies. I have some rubies that will go great with the dress. Absolutely. What about Emma? Something borrowed, something blue? Well, she hasn't figured out the blue part because I have a beautiful sapphire bracelet that I would like her to wear for the blue, but she is afraid to wear a bracelet because of the lace sleeves. I personally think she could put it under the lace sleeve, which has a zipper, and zip the zipper over the bracelet, and then it's just underneath there, and it won't, it won't pick, but I don't know. I wouldn't mm-hmm. want to tell her to do that. And then it, the lace gets picked and it's mom's fault, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, uh, that wouldn't be good. What about, now, you know the photographer. You said you mentioned they that. Do. It's they a, do. It's a friend of theirs who, who started doing weddings and they fell in love with his wedding photography. He was previous to that doing some other kind of photography, I guess. Well, it'll, the pictures will be so beautiful. Oh, yeah. You have such a pretty yard. How are you setting up your yard? Well, Zach wanted to build a huppah for them to get married under. So he's built the frame and the florist is going to decorate that. Ooh. It's going to be a, a, a very non-religious ceremony. But they he wanted to get married under a huppah. And mm-hmm. so they've got... Uh, in fact, a friend of Zach's is doing the wedding. He's he's an officiant, uh, courtesy of the internet. You know, oh, he got his license on the internet because you can get licensed to do weddings pretty easily. Really? Oh a, yeah, anybody a, can. A new gig during the uh, COVID mm-hmm. crisis. <laughs> well, not that you'd really want to do it, but he'll be in a mask. <laughs> so well, anyway, well. that's that little one. 
Oh, that'll be, I'm, aren't you excited? This has to be one of the most exciting times for you. It is, but it, it's stressful too, because you have to worry about when can we get the vaccine? And yeah. you know, I'd really like me and my husband to be able to get the vaccine immediately before the wedding. And they're just starting to roll it out in LA County now. So we'll see. Yeah, you we might. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll only be halfway there because we'll only have the first vaccine. Yeah. We won't be able to get the second one before the wedding, but it'll help. So tell me, when when you, Zach, when Emma first brought Zach home to meet you, did you think this would be forever? Well, I could see the, yes, I kind of did because I could see the compatibility right off the bat. They They just we're so simpatico and they've been together for eight years now. So they, they really are a, a very, very connected couple. In fact, our listeners may have heard them on our other episode when we talked about their documentary they did together called where she lies, which I think is the title of that episode too. Yeah, it is. And they have a company together as well. Yeah. They're video pro producers. Yeah. Zema productions. Well, you know, it's it's really now, the times now aren't that different from when I got married because I had a really, really yeah, I had a really small wedding. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't want a big one. And probably the reason is because uh, I was with my husband for 16 years before we got married. And um, six of those we were apart, I guess, because we both had some growing up to do. Ah, and, that, yeah, that's yeah. a really unique it's really scenario. unique. And when he proposed to me, which was in Sun Valley, Idaho, on a ski trip, I, I won't tell you what he, how he proposed, but I figured by then I might as well go for it. And um, it went for 30 years until he passed away this year, this last year. Yeah. So, uh, but I told him I, I wasn't so sure about it by then because I had really branched out on my own and, and I enjoyed it. But um, I told him, I said, okay, if we get married on the date that we met, which was March 16th, then I would do it. And he said, okay. So we only had like two months to get that wedding planned. And um, since both my parents had passed away, um, my um, by then, my uh, husband's assistant helped me plan it. And a really good friend of mine, her name's Marjorie, who was my ex-boss and still a friend, helped me find a place that would make me a dress. And I had the most beautiful long-sleeved, laced, high-necked uh, blouse made. And then I had a, a straight white kind of a, a, I don't know the material, but a very clingy, straight, long skirt. And it was really, really beautiful. And um, we decided to have the wedding in Lake Tahoe in a cottage overlooking the lake. And um, we, um, I remember that, that. Could a lot of your friends go up there? Did you have um, friends go up or just family or what? Well, it, I didn't even have family. I just had um, my girlfriend, Joni, was my, my matron of honor. And um, Herb's best man was the comedian and Rich Little, who's, yeah. as you know, one of the greatest mimics in the world. And in fact, um, we also had a couple of other people, but um, 
we uh, Rich gave me away, and you know he does those great imitations of presidents. So he gave me away as Ronald Reagan. Oh, how fun! Yeah, he he was my father's stand-in. So he basically spoke like Ronald Reagan, and um, so I can just say. President Reagan was my father's stand-in. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. No, nobody else can say that, I bet. N nobody else can say it. Uh -uh. And then I had help with my makeup and hair. And oh, I had you did? Most, yeah. Because um, we arranged all that. For, the hotel up in Tahoe actually helped with that. And we, um, I had the most beautiful bouquet of gardenias. Gardenia is one of my favorite flowers, and they smelled so good. And then I, I got corsages, wrist corsages for all the ladies. And, um, and we had a photographer that the hotel arranged, and he took beautiful pictures. You know, all those pictures they take when you're getting ready and you're doing your hair and makeup and, and when you walk out and the when the when you're getting married. And of course, I cried. And um, yeah. And then, who doesn't cry at their own wedding? You know. Yeah. <laughs> I think I did. even my husband cried. <laughs> <laughs> I think my husband did too a little bit. And then the um and oh I just actually to kind of refresh my memory about all this thirty something years ago, I looked at the at the photo book and I remembered that we had a great non denominational minister. And I looked at what he said, and I won't go over everything, but I wrote down a couple of things that he said, which was, no minister can marry you, only you can marry yourselves by a mutual commitment to love each other, to work toward creating an atmosphere of care, consideration, and respect. And then he went on with a beautiful passage. How do you know that? Did you write it down? I wrote it. I, yeah, I, I actually got a copy of it because I had to choose. Oh, okay. We had to choose what was uh, going to be our wedding message to each other or just and also yeah. the minister's message so i we actually put that in the book so i i found it in the book but um and then he went on with a great passage that said stand together yet not too near for the pillars of the temple stand apart and the oak tree and the cypress grow not into each other's shadows that's khalil gibran the prophet I think I used it too. Really? Yeah. He didn't. It didn't That's say the that. Prophet. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I You're love so that. Smart. I, well, I just I know that I know that uh, piece. Um, well, it, it's much longer, but I didn't want to go on with it. Um, and then then we had a wedding dinner with with the party, and a beautiful cake, and um, and then the next day to heed what the minister said, Joni and I went out and went skiing. <laughs> <laughs> so, and left him there. Yeah. So it was a very small wedding. There were just six of us. And I did pop a bottle open of uh, Cristal champagne. And then um, a couple of months later, we had a big party at the house, which I think you told me that Emma was planning on doing after the COVID pandemic passed. She, yeah, she's thinking more like a year and a half from now or something like that, doing a bigger party where you don't have any ceremony, you don't have any waiting period between the ceremony, you don't really have to do a ton of photographs, although you'd want them, I think. Oh, you want But they them. want dancing and din like a dinner dance thing. Yeah. 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 Um, so you, but, um, you know, you had a big wedding, didn't you? 
Yeah, I had 150 people. That's not a big wedding these days, but for me and for us, it was really big. You know, we did it at the Bel Air Hotel, which was a fantastic venue. But in the old days, it was so easy and quick to plan a wedding. Literally, we only decided to get married in in January and got married in April. And I was able to pull off that whole big wedding. And my husband wrote out in calligraphy the the wedding invitation we had them printed in his calligraphy and then he hand addressed all the envelopes i got my venue the first day and and then i called my a guy i went to ucla with had a business of uh, being in a band and fronting weddings and leading the dances and doing all that it's a whole art when you have a band to do weddings it's a whole different thing and he was really getting good at it so i called him up and i said how do i do this and can you sing at my wedding and he said absolutely and here's who you call for the flowers and here's who you call for the you know he just gave me vendors and Mm -hmm. i just called them and booked them and like literally and to get a hotel three months out see impossible these days now you can't because weddings are such a big deal now and they they weren't such a big deal when I got married and that's like 40 years ago so uh, you know I I can't believe it was that easy my daughter keeps telling me you can't get married in the same year like you need the venue and all and really uh, I said but I did and I did we were looking at my album the other day my daughter and I and we were laughing because I, I was laughing because I did my own hair and makeup as did my two bridesmaids they did their own hair and makeup. We all looked beautiful, but if you compare that now, nobody does their own hair and makeup. So my mm. daughter, who's just having this little wedding, she's got a friend of hers coming here who's a professional makeup artist and she's doing her hair. And she just had a whole day, like having her hair styled in all different ways and two different versions of makeup. Oh my and goodness. She, yeah. And so she went over Were you to there? their house. Did you see oh, it? No, no. no. I saw the pictures, Oh, how, but, but, but the, the women that were hosting it um, just opened their garage up because they have a studio in the garage and set it up for makeup and hair. But she's a professional makeup and hair, but she's also a painter. So she had made um, chocolate dipped strawberries for them and she had <gasps> champagne for them. Oh. And so Emma was treated like a queen royal with and emma said this is always done mom you always go for a trial day and you always do this and this is just weddings now which at the time i got married no way nobody did that yeah i I didn't even know anybody who did makeup or hair or had it done or anything yeah i didn't either i mean my help were my friends that were there oh i thought you said you had the hotel do it no, no, no. I, not with the, the hair and makeup, but the hotel oh. did everything else. Yeah. And really, when I got married at the Bel Air Hotel, it was a cinch because we did a morning wedding with a little champagne toast on the lawn, all married outdoors in the garden. Oh, how beautiful. And with the swans. With the swans. And it poured rain one week before, which had been my other choice for a date. And so I was really happy that wasn't my date because April 15th, it was pouring and April 22nd, it was sunny and beautiful and the pictures are fabulous. We didn't have to move the thing indoors, which would have been 
icky when you have a setting like that. You know, our photos are on the bridges and, and in the flowers and with the trees and the birds. And it's just beautiful. The, it, it's a great setting. And then we just had a luncheon with dancing and, and, you know, the band and everything. We had a blast. And you can really see our photographer was so good that he caught certain moments just like split second moments like emma says they don't do this anymore but when when uh, my husband took the garter and threw it they don't do garters or bouquet they don't throw bouquets anymore either she said oh no that's not done now they don't throw bouquets no <gasps> she said not one thing wedding she's heard of or been to has anyone thrown the bouquet i wonder what you know the tradition i think is to we, that i think we figured it out the whole name of the game when you're throwing the bouquet and the garter is that the people who catch that are going to be the next to get married. Right. And I think there's a backlash against that because who, who, why should you be branded that you're about to get married? You know, it's like, it's like a liberation kind of thing. I don't think you um, want that attached to you. Do they still throw rice? I don't think so. Well, you're not allowed to throw rice at venues like this. No. <laughs> Can you imagine if they had to clean up rice at yeah, the hotel? Or get it in the lace of her dress. Yeah. No. Well, we won't be throwing rice either. Like, <laughs> ew. Yeah. I kind of want it on my patio. Or, yeah. I, I don't think so. Swimming through a pool of rice. <laughs> in your swimming pool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Well, this has been a very different episode for us today. <laughs> I, I hope our listeners will listen and write to us on our website, lateboomers.biz, and I'll spell that, L-A-T-E-B-O-O-M-E-R-S dot B-I-Z. Yes, please. We'd love to hear from you. Bye-bye now. Bye. See you next time. Thank you for joining us on Late Boomers, the podcast that is your guide to creating a third act with style, power, and impact. Please visit our website and get in touch with us at lateboomers.biz. If you would like to listen to or download other episodes of Late Boomers, go to ewnpodcastnetwork.com. This podcast is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most other major podcast sites. We hope you make use of the wisdom you've gained here and that you enjoy a successful third act with your own style, power, and impact. Have you ever asked yourself this question, why is it so hard to make a buck? I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. 
Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Calling all speakers. eWomen Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help one million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.